0: Welcome to the Words Over Ice Show Have a drink, whether glass mug or styrofoam Give my best stuff to Ray, he's the right host And Matt James on a sarcastic tightrope Then there's Jason, full of opinions co host with brains and the boldest intentions Ali, that's the man making profits Greg and Duke join us talking controversial topics You know it get real in these interviews We talk about it all when we bring a news Rolling with the punches, a
1: one-two combo The Words Over Ice Show, let's have a convo and we're back. Thanks for joining. Today, Jason and I are going to talk to Andy Kay, who is a private investigator, one of the best in the country, actually. So he sees a bunch of crazy shit. So hope you enjoyed the the episode. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Head over to our website if you haven't already. You can find everything we do there. You'll find the links to our social media, our shows, all that good stuff. So check that out and uh, hope you enjoy the show.
2: Uh-huh. So Andy um what um what 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 route like do you have a background in law or do you have a background in like um law enforcement or security or how 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 does one go about becoming a a PI uh and then also being one of the best in the country if not the best
0: Well I started out you know working with law enforcement at the AG's office and primarily in drug enforcement. That's where I started, but I got into private very early. Um, A lot of the guys that are in investigations are former law enforcement. However, you know, they're not necessarily the best just because that's where they worked, unfortunately.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Normally when I think of it, I think, I think of like, I think of retired, like a retired police officer. Right. Yeah. I,
0: you get a lot of that, you know, supplementing their retirement or yeah. you know they go out on a disability and they can sit behind a desk or sit in a car, but they can't really do much else. Uh, there's the, you know, there's a lot of good guys out there. Mm-hmm. I don't, I would say out of the law, ex law enforcement that look for a job with me, I probably hire maybe, maybe
1: 20%. Really? What are you, what are you looking for when you're hiring someone? I'm
0: looking for guys that have real world experience in different, different uh, professions, not just in, you know, in law enforcement. I'm looking for people that can think out of the box in more ways than ones. Education helps sometimes, but I'm looking for guys that maybe did three or four things before they found their profession and have right. some investigations, you know, experience that they've gotten into and I'll take them from there usually. Also I I, I would imagine just general um
2: street smarts if you will for lack of a better term uh personality
0: uh personal skills and complex thinking right like a- absolutely kind of- i mean we have some guys that are very specified and so they can be very narrow scope in the way they think that's okay uh, you know like the digital forensics people they can be you know computer nerds and that's all they have to think about day and night and i'm great with that um but they're not usually leading an investigation. They're just taking the pieces and parts out of devices and giving us information that's on them. So, uh, you know, okay. I want guys that are diverse. I want guys that have lots of hobbies that, you know, travel that, you know, are good with people. Those yeah. are the kind of guys I want.
2: Right. Cause they have to be in multiple environments and uh, you can't be just sticking out. I imagine. Um, yeah, that's
0: no. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it doesn't doesn't work well if everybody in the place is looking at you, wondering why the hell you're there. Yeah,
2: like what the hell is wrong with this motherfucker over here? <laughs>
0: what kind of bums asleep in his car over there?
2: Yeah, right. Like call the police on this
1: motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's you know that's unfortunately what a lot of these guys think that you know is happening. They just think they can park a car on a street and just sit there and watch people all day long. No notice them yeah my neighborhood watch you'd be looking like a pedophile over here you know <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <yeah. laughs> you gotta definitely be careful this guy i got good surveillance guys i haven't had a guy burned god in a long time i mean we've lost a few people because that just happens but i haven't had a guy burned for a really long time
2: Wait a minute. When what you see, yeah, what do you mean, yeah,
0: go <laughs> over here, like yeah,
2: lost.
1: You're talking, you're talking people. industry <laughs> jargon. Okay, cool. <laughs> where,
0: where, where, yeah, where they blew their cover,
2: you know? Right. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Right. Yo, speaking, so Andy, take, speaking of that, that, take me
1: back. Go ahead, Jay.
2: No, no, no. It's all. I was just gonna say. Speaking of that, the term "burn," like I, I love that show, "Burn Notice." Does, did anybody <laughs> ever watch that?
1: I've ne- I've heard of it. I've never seen it.
2: Andy, you I know what I'm I talking heard
1: about? I've never watched it
2: okay and
1: and you don't got time to watch i know right? he's out here living
2: it he's not watching a show about it he's living it you know (laughs) but now back to what you were saying right
1: so take me back because when you think like you said you got into it early and again like i said man when i think of a, a pi you think of an like a retired you know police officer supplementing income or you know you think like the old school days like dick tracy you know somebody sitting in an office with a with a long trench coat and um so you said you got into it early, like what, well, what drew you hard, to it?
0: I, you know, I was taking, you know, a lot of law classes. I thought I wanted to be a lawyer and you uh-huh. know, I've actually, you know, I've done a lot of time in courtrooms. I've litigated both in federal and state courts in a couple of different states on my own um, and been pretty successful at it, but it's not what I wanted to do. The law is kind of a screwy thing. So investigations are more linear, so it works better for my mind. I just get the information, you know, the game playing and the manipulation of everything that that other guys can do that. I don't want to be bothered.
1: <laughs> so what was your what was your first case?
0: My first case as as a private investigator uh-huh. was probably insurance fraud cases um, and workers comp cases. The, the guy I, I worked with is an ex-FBI agent. And he started his own company and he kind of stole me away from where I was at the time. Mm -hmm. He was a really bright guy. He's now a senator. And uh, he uh, started a company that was mostly doing just all insurance fraud. So I would say that was the primary part of my actual private investigations working for myself. Um, Before that, you know, we did a lot of work inside different businesses. And, uh, you know, I did a lot of undercover work in different industries, you know, locating people, stealing property, embezzling. Uh, you know, we had uh, a food chain that I ended up catching a lot of guys. They had started their own little meat market, and they were stealing it out of the meat warehouses. You know, one of them was a truck driver. One of them worked in the <laughs> warehouse. They <laughs> set up their own little shipping company. <laughs> yeah, it, it, these
2: steaks fell off the back of the truck. Do you? Oh, want
0: not just steaks. I mean, they were literally loading up truck trailers with. Goddamn! Yeah, they, they <laughs> were. They were pretty sophisticated.
1: So, so who? That, that boggles my mind though. So they're loading up trucks and trailers of, of food. And you said they're stealing it out of uh, supermarkets or wherever, where they work. Yeah. They work there.
0: It was a distribution warehouse and um, yeah, what it's, they, they'd set it up. There was, there's three or four of them involved that we could actually prove were involved. And what they did is they brought in truck trailers that looked exactly like the other ones. And, you know, the guy was a truck driver and he'd, you know, go pull out of there. Nobody gave him a second thought. And they want, you know, the guys would put in fake order slips and they would just load up the other trailer as they were doing it. So as they're loading one truck, they're mimicking orders and putting it in another truck Mm -hmm. so that they have what's supposed to go on one truck. They're loading it, but then they're also taking the ticket, the loadout ticket and loading up other trucks. Right. So It's a legitimate order, but it wasn't going where it was supposed to go.
2: Yeah, that, that truck just happened to disappear.
0: Yeah, that truck just happened. Well, actually, they didn't even notice the truck disappeared because the original truck that had the load that was ticketed would go to the location, the store location it was supposed to. But there was a replica of that order going somewhere else.
2: So basically, the only way to find them is to check inventory, and it's just missing after the fact. Yeah,
0: well, that's what they found is the missing inventory. So actually, I ended up working inside that meat warehouse along with one other guy until we figured it out. That's crazy.
1: Oh, so you actually you actually went in there and pretended you were working. Yeah,
0: yeah, yep. We you did. Gotta, I, he, I, I he's got a big part of it. Like three and a half months, and uh, so did one of my guys. And then we ended up, uh, you know, installing cameras in there and everything else. It, it, if it wasn't for the access that we had, it would have been really difficult.
1: That's crazy because you never think about that. Like when I again when I think PI, and I think I think it just, just kind of like an enigma around that that profession, right? You don't really everyone thinks it's like, you know, cheating. You're catching cheaters, which I'm sure is a huge chunk of what you do. Right. Um, infidelity and, and all that stuff, but you don't really think that you guys go and become, you know, go work for the company and get that involved and you know, like, uh, what's that movie? Um, 2021 20, jump street. Like shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, at the time I was working drug enforcement, that's what they called me because I looked like I was about 14. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <That's one> of, <laughs> <laughs> they called me jump street
2: have you ever um have you ever had a case that's been it's gotten hairy where you know maybe a gun was pulled out or or you know a knife or you had to like defend yourself
0: yeah it's happened a few times i mean that's not it's not likely with what we mostly do okay but, you know we we have situations where we do a lot of close protection stuff and, you know, security for celebrities and things like that. Every once in a while you get some crazy person that ends up, you know, around and you end up with a couple of our guys, we'll end up taking them down, arrest them. But usually we have law enforcement either nearby or they're being right. hired at the same time for the same same situation and they just, you know, haul them away. It's usually not that, that significant. I mean, I haven't seen... Any uh, gunfire for a really, really long time, I'll say.
2: <laughs> well, that's a good thing, because I, I imagine there's a whole list of um, paperwork and other things that go along with the situation where any one of you or your agents uh, are involved in a situation where it comes to, you know, fisticuffs or a physical altercation or uh, a firearm being
0: pulled out yeah, or exactly. used. Honestly, I, I got to tell you, it's kind of funny because we actually – when law enforcement gets there and anytime that happens, law enforcement will get there and we basically just tell them what happened and they get to do the paperwork. So that's another great thing about being the private part of it. Obviously we take copious notes. We always have some form of, you know, video surveillance on everything that we're doing just about. So in those situations, I mean, obviously can't do it all the time, but You know, we back ourselves up well so that everything's done. You know, we record any statements we make so that they can't be changed or taken out of context. Right. How long have you been in the game? Uh, As uh, owning my own company, it'll be 28 years in September that we've been working at this company. So I'm, I'm out here much longer than just About anybody that's doing it that is still in the game themselves. I mean, there's a couple of companies out there that have been there a little bit longer, but usually the guy that started it is no longer really active,
2: right? And 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 how, um, like for lack of you know just better term, like how how lucrative, like is it really really like uh consistent PI work? Oh, because yeah. I thought you know, I, 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 I didn't even think that that was like um. Honestly, like still a thing for the most part, but, but, but that's not like, I'm getting right. I'm not trying to be mean or, or disrespectful because you're in California. That's a totally different world. You know what I'm saying? So you got a whole different, you know, way of life out there and a whole different clientele. Like so me being here in Chicago, from Chicago,
1: say,
0: oh. we, you know, we don't. This is in Chicago right now. I was just there two weeks ago. We
1: week really? Yeah. Really? So it's all you're, you're traveling all over.
0: Yeah. I, I was in, in the last. Oh, since February, I've been in Africa in three different countries in Africa. Jesus, man. All over Australia, I've been in Chicago, Jacksonville, Miami, New York City, Indianapolis, and
1: what the hell are you doing in Africa? What are you doing out there?
0: Yeah, that's kind of a long story. That's for a long time company <laughs> that I've done work for. Basically, oh, okay. they just needed some. uh, uh, documents that had to get to the right person and be signed and the product that was supposed to get attached to them, made sure that it was put in freight and sent off and things like that. That was nothing super nefarious, just a long way. Okay. And I take, I always take advantage of those situations. If I'm going to get flown halfway around the world, I'll make a vacation out of it.
1: You of might course. as well, right? <laughs> yeah. You're of there. Yep. Yeah. So what what would you say is the most the most the case that you see the most? Like, what, what's kind of the the split up of what you do? I'd imagine, like I said earlier, you see a lot of you know cheating cases yeah, and, and do, things like that. But
0: we do a lot of cheating cases, uh, infidelity cases, we say, because yeah. it sounds better. Um, <laughs> but it, <laughs> that, that's a big part of what we do, and um, there. Pretty run of the mill usually. We end up with a couple surveillance guys out watching the boyfriend or the girlfriend, you know, see what they do and where they go. And hopefully we're there on a day they're being bad. Yeah, just in the car, like, cheat, cheat, cheat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get paid, bitch. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: We get paid no matter what. We can pay no matter what. He said they pay me a retainer. I don't give a shit if they cheat or not. I'm you getting know, paid. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. Sometimes it's kind of cool when we actually find that they're not cheating. I mean, we've had certain cases. Right. You know, people have been married a long time, and all of a sudden the wife's weirded out because he's not showing up where he's supposed to be, where he's gone for extra hours, and. You know, he says, oh, I'm down at, you know, the restaurant with my buddies. And she finds out by accident that he wasn't. And then her hackles are up and they call me. And in one particular situation, we end up finding out these people have been married for like 25 years. Oh, wow. And so we go to find out where this guy's going. And, you know, it ends up taking a few days to find out that he's just been going. She's always wanted to go ballroom dancing. And for their anniversary, he took was taking ballroom dancing lessons. <laughs> so that we can figure out ballroom dancing. Look forever. at them, bro. That's love uh, right there. That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's sometimes they work out really good. That, you know, I like it when that happens. That story you know, right but if there you're almost in, restored. If the shoe's baby. on
1: the other foot and you're the guy and you just found yeah. out your wife hired somebody to follow you yeah. Yeah. and no, you you're taking ballroom. ballroom. <laughs> okay. This isn't like the show Cheaters where, where just Greco bust calls one. you out. <laughs> no,
0: listen. I mean, those guys in a market. And they, they you know, they, they did their thing. I'm not a huge fan. I, th- I think I've seen little pieces. I've never even watched an episode. I mean, I... I mean, that's the Jerry Springer of investigations, you know? Yeah. 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 I
1: mean, they go confront the guys. Yo, guy. Not, they, they not not confront the guy. I'm
0: just surprised
2: nobody got shot the fuck up on, on one of the he, episodes. He, get, he got stabbed, stabbed or something one time. Yeah. yeah, yeah he got, he got stabbed. Stabbed. He stabbed. Yeah. You know, but I'm just saying like, there's some really reckless people out there. Who be like,
0: bah, bah, you know, like, oh, show's done. Like well, we don't and have the, the, <laughs> And I got to tell you my market, you know, I mean, I, most of those people would, I mean, I hate to say this, but those people wouldn't be able to afford me, so they're giving those investments to <laughs> for free. You fucking bums! Yeah, like, I don't. Think, I don't. That's think why they have to go on TV, right? We're paying anybody, honestly. Sign a waiver so we can exploit you for years to come. Yeah, exactly, and <laughs> exactly. And then you, can, then you can do Springer next. He's got our mailing list. Right.
1: What's what's the percentage of people who, who call you for infidelity cases that they're actually, you find somebody cheating? I, I'd imagine, like, once, if you're at that point where you need to call an investigator, you kind of already know, right? So I'd imagine it's a high, I'll tell you I don't what, want to call it a it is, success we, rate. We actually but,
0: keep track of these numbers every year. Every January, we go through these numbers and women uh-huh. consistently, I mean, usually they float around 92 to 95%. Last year, uh, we were at 98% of the world.
1: 98%. Women.
0: Yeah. Guys stay around the, 50% of, always, you know, fifty two, forty eight 48 to 52%. The guys are right.
1: Oh, so 98% of women who are cheating.
0: No, 98% of the women that call me thinking oh, their, they husband, call, yeah. their boyfriends are doing something they shouldn't be are correct.
1: Gotcha. And the men are just dumber.
0: Yeah, 50, no, men, 50%. 50%, <laughs> men, men think women are cheating for a lot less of a reason, you know, you know, she, oh, you know, she smiled at this guy, or you know, hey, they've got a new good looking guy that works at their office and all of a sudden she yeah. you know, been late twice this month. So Yeah,
2: late from work <laughs> and her period.
0: Oh, <laughs> fucking, fucking. Yeah, what happens later. I mean DNA has helped me a lot.
2: (laughs) That's just fucking crazy. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that audience.
0: That just came out. I have Tourette's. I'm sorry.
1: No, I didn't.
0: (laughs) It's, you know, you get a little jaded sometimes, but we try to, you know, give everybody, we try to be, you know, especially, you know, some woman calls you up and she's crying her eyes out saying, you know, I've been doing this for years. And, you know, they always break down and they always, you know, it's, it's really sad. So you really feel for these people and, uh, it's, it's a big thing in their lives. So it's, yeah. whereas it's like a lot of our production work and we've gotten really good at it and we've really formatted it well, it's, you know, it's kind of a drain all the time because I have to, you know, and I want to you know try to kind of hold their hand through the process because mm-hmm. you know, you're giving somebody, you're giving your clients bad, bad news. Yeah, bro. I mean, That's like a doctor. Body, yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. You know, but, uh, sometimes people are, you know, very vindictive and they don't care about, you know, they just want to catch him. They just want to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: but imagine they do that a lot in like divorce cases, right. Or they they want some evidence to hold against them?
0: Well, you know, I, I've had people, it's just like, I just want to know that he's, you know, they'll, she'll already have broken up with him or vice versa. He'll already broken up them. It's like, well, I just want to know who he was, she was cheating. I know she's, he's cheating but I want to know who I want to know how long no intention of reconciling or anything else. Just, I want to know.
1: So what, what's the craziest time you caught someone cheating?
0: Craziest time I've caught someone cheating.
1: Yeah. Like what was the scenario?
0: Oh, well, (laughs) 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 Oh
1: shit. He's just rolling through the (laughs) memory.
0: You heard it. It was, was um, the cra- I don't know what would be the craziest of so many. You got to pull know.
2: out the, the company holodex. Just roll it. Just Honestly, pull out a- <laughs> the
0: honest ways we caught somebody cheating, though, was because okay. we actually found a police report that had been filed where a prostitute had accused him of rape. Oh, and what? it was in a hotel. And basically, he was saying, no, the sex was consensual. She just wanted more money, blah, 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 blah. And they let everybody go. He never got arrested. So nobody found out about it. But the woman knew cheating. cheating, and he's like denying it. You know, them, you know, totally this—that he's never cheated ever, never done anything wrong. And then we find this police report where he's saying, "Right, oh, sexual <laughs> consensual."
1: <laughs>
2: Yo, people are uh, sloppy, aren't they? You see a yeah. lot of sloppy
0: ass people. There there really is. I mean the other thing is you know, a lot of times what's really sad though is you find out somebody's doing something, and it ends up being, you know, hey, her best friend or his best friend or yeah. a brother or you know, stuff like that. It's That's super close.
2: It's yeah. always super close. That's the thing. It's like it's not a random stranger. This is somebody that's been hanging around coming by for the barbecues and shit and now they want the extra sauce. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> they, 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 they want a plate to go. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're not just done. They, they,
0: it's it's like your fucking neighbor or some shit. It's crazy. No, I mean I've seen it be family members and you know, that's friends. bonkers. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Everybody's gotta die, bro. I'm sorry. We fuck it. We're all we're all going out, you know? It's it's a rat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So how is it when you have to break the news to them? Like I'd imagine you have to come and show them all the evidence and like, have you ever, well, I'm sure they're just like, usually, usually you know,
0: when we get things, obviously we don't necessarily want to give people all the information as it's going on. We don't want people showing up at a restaurant with a gun or, you know, a frying pan or whatever the hell they feel like. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, we, uh, I usually try to, on those cases, I usually lead, lead up the communication with the clients and I mm-hmm. usually try to just tell them, you know, look, you're right. You know, this is what's going on. Uh, and, and you know, where do you want to go from here? Do you want us to try to figure out who she is? I mean, what do you want to do from here? We got pictures, right. we got video for you. This is what we saw. This is what, you know, we can conclude from it, but it's really up to you. I mean, we can't follow them into the bedroom usually.
1: It's kind of like but they uh, always want to see, right. they always want to see the evidence. I'm sure. Oh.
0: Yeah. And you know what? It's it's insane. Sometimes we end up with people. I've got one of our girls here right now that does undercover work and everything for us. And she, you know, we've had clients, we've gotten great videotape with multiple people. And the client just like, no, I want to know what what he's saying. And you know, we've actually, you know, put her undercover in a location where ten minutes later he's hitting on her and you know, wow, then, you know, he's making dates with her and then sits there and tells the whole story about everything while two of my other people are sitting at the table next to her listening to it all with a recorder.
1: He got, got, yeah, <laughs> that's insane, man.
0: Yeah. So it's just, but, but people quite, I mean, sometimes, you end know, people, they don't, they don't just take that. It is what it is and yeah, he's cheating or she's cheating and they want you know, dirty little details. And I don't know. I mean, I hate to see people punish themselves that way, but some people need that to get move on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it either. Like if you ever found that out, it's like, why? Like the the less, you know, the better I would imagine. Right. Yeah.
0: What kind of
2: positions were they doing? Yeah. You know, I, I, I want to know for the next time, like, dude, you don't
0: need to see all that. I didn't. I, see I had that. one, one guy once, this is so funny because the, the wife puts me on the phone with the guy and he's saying, you didn't see me doing anything. You you don't know what I did with her. And I go, well, you saw the pictures, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. And I'm talking to his wife in the background. She has said, you've seen these, right? You, you know what you believe, right? And she's like, he's all, but you don't have any pictures of my penis in her vagina, do you? All, Thank God, no. But.
2: Yeah. We don't have cameras that small, sir.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on whose
2: shot we're after. Just a straight GoPro on her back. Like, what the fuck? Get out
0: of here, dude. <laughs> Fucking weirdos, man. <laughs> yeah, It's just sometimes the, the excuses that come up on the other sides are really hysterical. It just doesn't
2: even make sense. Like you didn't see my penis in her vagina, but yeah, it's like, sure, sure. Wait, you it.
1: well, that's just, that's what? just someone who's just not.
2: Yeah. It's like, Sloppy. that's
1: like R Kelly, man. You'll, you'll catch him on camera. He's still going to say, up. he you had know,
2: like, an ID <laughs> on his shirt. He's playing his song. He's holding his fucking Grammy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Breath>
1: certificate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. That's my
0: Robert. An yeah. like, yo, so like, early age. If you're smart, you deny, 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 deny.
2: Yeah. yeah. Or just and shut the fuck up. It. One of the two. Just shut the fuck up. I got nothing to say. I plead the fifth. You know, like, uh, whatever. He could have <laughs> so listened you- to Shaggy and been better off. That wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and that shit was on camera. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole video of it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Did you yeah, ever get exactly. caught up with the with the case that... Because um, I heard a, a PI once said that he, he got caught, like, at gunpoint oh, with sure? the client because he was doing what you said you don't do and he was he had was giving updates to the client and i guess the client just got just lost her shit and went and confronted the guy or called him or something when they when they were um surveillance uh, doing surveillance on him and the guy ended up being some gangster or something and pulled him into his, like his room and pretty much threatened to do like you you're going to leave i guess they are i don't know where they were the state or whatever but you're going to get on this plane or you're going to die type type of shit so mm. did you always did you always know not to like give updates during, or did you learn that by trial and error?
0: Yeah. I mean, when you give up I mean, we do give some updates, you know, like, I mean, obviously sometimes we end up getting information from our clients about where to find people. So, You know, there is communication. And obviously in those cases, my client knows where we are, where her subject is, everything. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you know, we just, you know, I just like, okay, let me get back to you because I can't be talking to you right now or I'm going to get burned. I mean, so when that happens, we try to keep things away, but we actually have had people show up in that kind of a circumstance where they already know, they know where the GPS is on that car. And they, they, you know, they're the one, you know, if you buy a new Mercedes, there's a GPS in it um, and, and many other vehicles. So there's times when we've had people show up. It's like, well, I know he's in, in here. And it's like, well, yeah, but nothing's going on, you know, and we just try to keep the client. It's like, you got to get back in your car or we're all leaving. So you also have a good gauge for who you're dealing with. I imagine. Absolutely. I mean, and we get some loopy people that call and I got to tell you, I mean, I've had some of these people sound crazy as, shit but they they are really telling the truth and you know i've had some that i've really doubted and they come through and then i've had some that sound so amazingly articulate and you know just in a great state of mind mm-hmm. be completely bonkers you know you know their dogs talking to them things like that and they think you know, the, neighbors, the neighbors have found a way to put uh bugs in their house and you know they're t- getting talked through, you know, on a sound waves that nobody can hear, but him and all kinds of crazy things.
2: That's nuts. So, so out of your clientele, is it more women coming to
0: you or is it more men? It's probably um, The cheater thing, um, I would say it's more women. Right. And it fluctuates. I mean, we get little surges sometimes where it's like you end up with a bunch of guys calling on it and then it goes the other way for a long period of time again. I
2: just don't get it. If you don't want to be with this motherfucker, leave. Like, yo, especially if you don't have kids. Okay. Yeah. If you don't have kids just bail. Fuck it. I don't like you anymore. Sorry. I just woke up and I'm not really into you anymore. Peace. Let me get my shit. You know, some, like-
1: people, some people just need a reason though. They need, they need that validation.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and uh, you know, we've, uh, got, reason to- we've gotten some people that they, uh, they end up staying together. And, uh, you know, we know that wow. the one that's been cheating is still cheating. And now, you know, the ex client's like, well, no, I just need to know what they're doing. Cause now I'll just do what I want to do you know, so that, that just yeah. doesn't,
2: that's what I'm saying. That's a really, that's a sicko mindset. Like, yo, you guys, are, you're just in an open relationship. Now you may as well just go to swinger parties. Fuck it. Like, yeah. Exactly.
0: Like, they don't want each other to know what the hell they're doing because they think, you know, they don't want their kids to know. They want their families to know they don't oh. want the, the spouse to know. They just want to keep their unit together and you know, okay. and so something happens. I don't know if they're all waiting for their kids to graduate from college or what, but
2: right. I see that, that dynamic. I can see that dynamic um, where there are kids involved, and that that changes a lot. Uh, well, at least they're not total pieces of shit, and they're thinking of their children. I mean, okay, yeah, Can't nobody wants
0: Nobody wants to be a part-time parent and just see their kids out, you know, here and there. No, you know, that's no fun.
2: Yeah, no,
0: or just hanging of, around somebody else. Yeah, we do a lot yeah. of custody work too, so I see the downside of that.
2: That, well, yeah, when you got kids involved, that's a nasty situation because then you're scarring. You're basically just starting the cycle all over again for your children more times than not, which I don't want to put that stigma on people from split homes and stuff. Cause not everybody's that way, but it's a very, uh, it's a very slippery
0: slope. I'll it say normalizes it. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like my parents weren't, get didn't stay together. They're fine. You know, we're all fine. And, yeah. and you know, a lot of people are fine. That's, you know, I, I agree with you. You're not, there's not really a stigma that's factual about it. I mean, I think it's been a good excuse for a long time. Oh, I came from a broken family. You know, whatever. Yeah. So do I. I mean, okay, so
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> so, did, right. so did most of us these days? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so to so the when you're club. getting hired it's for cool. cu- when when you're getting hired for custody cases, what is it? Is it to find dirt on the other person so they have leverage in court? Or
0: yeah, sometimes it's that. It's like find out that the situation, what the situation is for the child at the other parent's house. Uh, sometimes it's finding uh, the child. Um, we have a lot of child. kids and just don't bring them back and, you know, hide out with them. Wow. Uh, we have a lot of cases where they're trying to find out if spouse, you know, or parent one has, uh, making more money that they're claiming cause they're not paying their child support. There's a lot of different dynamics to custody cases.
1: Wow. Makes sense. So what else are you doing? What else? Like what other crazy type of, I'm interested in the crazy stuff. I want to hear the dirt. So the what other stuff? cases be, be, be beyond, beyond like cheating? And that's what, that's what uh, everyone thinks. I, of I when they private investigators.
0: Dig up bodies that were buried. The wrong guy got buried and the other guy got cremated. Who was supposed to be buried in a Jewish cemetery and. Yeah, ended up and so we had to dig up the body and take it in and have it. Uh, uh, forensic pathologist and, you know, go through and identify the body that was in the coffin with the. One of the family members to prove that the wrong guy got buried, and I've done, I've repossessed tigers for people. I've done all kinds of. You can't fucking imagine. tigers. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's I, awesome. Yeah, we had we had some people that owned a, a magazine, and these magicians had advertised in it, and then they never paid. You know, I don't know, forty or fifty grand at the time. I think. And they never paid these, the publication for the advertising. And so they got a judgment against them. And then magicians thought it was really funny to say, oh, all we own is a tiger and a leopard and another cat. And, you know, that's all we own. So the attorney knew me and he knew I had some experience with big cats. And so he sent me down there to, <laughs> to go pick up the cats. So we, we went to pick up the cats. I showed up with horse trailers and tiger cages and, and knew which cats were which because I went in there ahead of time. And met mm-hmm. these guys and their cats, and uh, they didn't even remember me when I went back. Actually, it was kind of funny. And they had a check for us, but by, by the time I loaded the first cat up, there was a check there.
2: Hey, I just got a quick question: How the hell do you have experience with big cats? Like, what? What the? Like, how many times <laughs> have you just you know held onto a tiger
0: or? You know man. what's going on with that? That's that's got, pretty interesting. <laughs> I kind of accidentally got involved in rescuing big cats. I've got a pet leopard that's awesome. under thirty pounds that thinks she's a dog.
1: That's awesome, man! Oh, you own a leopard? Okay. Yeah,
0: and we, we, we've we've been involved in a bunch of tiger rescues. I work with a guy out of Nevada that's from South Africa, and there's about 15, 20 cats there at any given time. So that's,
2: that's fucking awesome, man. Thank you for doing that. I'm a huge animal activist, animal rights. I do
0: like a bunch of petition signing and stuff. So thank you. That's, well, that's awesome, man. You don't have to thank me because it's, it was accidental and it's been fun and I have loved it. So there's no thanks necessary. <laughs> for sure.
2: I hear you. It's just, you're doing them a solid because there's just like so much shit going on. In the illegal trade, and then like all these people in Southeastern Asia and all these countries, they cut their paws off and put them in the suit because they think it's going to make their dick get hard. It's just crazy. Yeah, bro, you know, tiger, like that, yeah, bro come bro. on. Tiger Every, Bone, like you have a.
0: Never mind. Fuck it. Think, like you're, I think, you're weird. <laughs> I think Viagra's done more for against the animal <laughs> trade than anything. Right. You know what I mean? Like what the <laughs> fuck? It's kind of like Uber with drunk drivers, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know, man, that's yeah, crazy, it, but no, that's crazy yeah, that, that, that you had- unfortunately most of the animals that I've been involved with aren't from, you know, like animal trade for, you know, animal parts. It's okay. mostly you know people that just, you know, they'll be, you know, they'll be part of a show or something, you know, there's a couple of tigers and a couple of bears once that we actually got from a uh, a car dealer and Basically, what happened is he had a guy bring him in to do some advertisement, and then the guy never came back to get his animals. <laughs> and this poor car dealer has got these cats and these the two bears, and he's keeping them in a couple of his garages until somebody could do something. And he called a <laughs> friend of mine, and we ended up picking him up and taking him out and putting them at our, the facility that Abby keeps over there.
1: Right. Do you ever do like missing persons cases or like bounties type stuff?
0: Persons. I would say at any given time, we probably have five to 10 on our books. Um, it, missing persons cases. I mean, if somebody really wants to stake on it, it, it's tough and it's expensive. If they're just, you know, out here in LA, you end up with people come out here, try to be something. And the next thing they're doing, they're just crashing out on somebody's couch and then they can't afford their phone bill. And that's, you know, just about going and finding out who they were with and then, Talking to friends and finding them that way. Um, sometimes we mm-hmm. end up with homeless people. People will know that somebody's homeless, and that gets a little difficult sometimes. But we've been pretty successful with those. Um, yeah, I was just going to ask you your success rate on the the missing person cases. Yeah, it just depends on on really. My biggest constraint, honestly, is budgets. It just depends on what okay. the people can afford and how much time they can afford to keep us working because you know, you end up with somebody that's trying to stay gone and they've gone to great lengths to not have any, anything in their name or anything owned. And they're just, you know, traveling from point A to point B, you know, and maybe homeless or something like that. And they don't want to be found, Yeah, you know, change their appearance. And, you know, some of these guys, I mean, they'll just grow a beard out and nobody will recognize them from all the pictures that we have from the family. And you end up getting lucky with an arrest or something like that, or a hospital and You know, that's really what, what it amounts to that going out on the street and looking around, you can only do that a few days before you run up a few thousand dollars on, on a bill. And then people, you know, start, it becomes difficult to keep pursuing.
1: Right. So how do you, how do you network like that? When, if you say you have a missing person that wants, wants to stay missing and you, they get arrested or something, how do you. I mean, I I don't imagine they call you right away. I mean,
0: checking the arrest records of the area that they're in, you know, keep, keep uh, requesting information, see if a case has come up against them. That's, that's really the best way. If you have any hot leads, anybody that knows the person or knows the area, obviously Mm -hmm. pursue some of those. And if there's, you know, different shelters and stuff in that area. Talk to those people. I'll find whatever beat cops in the area. I ask them to keep an eye out. They usually end up knowing the names of some of these people or at least an alias. Right.
1: Okay. Have you ever had a case that made you want to like quit?
0: Do I ever have a case that made me want to quit? No, never. Okay. I mean, honestly, I, I love this job every day. It's something different for me. I, I like figuring things out. I mean, I've had, you know, I've, some of them come to, you know, horrible conclusions, but it's never affected me to where I wanted to quit. It's just like, I'm glad that I found out what the conclusion was.
1: Yeah. it's crazy, man. That's pretty interesting. And you go, you go all over the world or are you, are you mostly like, I, I well, I mean, most where do you work? Is, where do you, where's your, most of your jobs?
0: Most of my jobs in the LA area, but I mean, I'd say what in the last year and a half, I mean we were in Paris on a couple of cases. We were in Paris for a month and a half last year, last September. We were in Spain. Uh like I said, we were in Australia for three weeks just recently. We we're in Africa. What was the um, uh Robo, situation in Paris? England a lot. Do a lot in, in England. <clears throat> what was your uh what was the case uh in, in Paris? In Paris itself, it had to do with some fashion design issues. Uh, basically, a couple companies battling over ownership of designs, things like that.
2: Ah, uh, okay. And, uh, proving who uh, had the design first or who created well, it. Well,
0: proving that one wasn't still using it and selling it. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, then we, you know, we, had, we had a murder investigation in the south of France last year. Or actually, I shouldn't say murder because I don't know. Actually, that it was a murder, but it was a suspicious death there. Hmm. So yeah, we end up. So i imagine
1: up LA, LA, L.A. keeps oh. you busy, I'd imagine. So you kind of like you like the Ray Donovan of L A.
0: Well, Ray Donovan doesn't investigate anything; he just makes a mess of <laughs> it. I, I, I love that show, though. I, I love that show. It's one of my favorites, actually. Um, no, here you know, I try to. You know, I have a lot of clients, in the same. He, it's just, he's such an exaggerated figure in that. I mean, I have a lot of clients like he would have, but my goal is to make them, you know, hard to sue hard to, you know, locate hard to go stock, things like that. I mean, my, my goal, not not
1: go break legs to scare people off. You know, that's that's
0: (laughs) never the way you want anything to work out. Um, (laughs) You know, sometimes, I mean, you you got somebody around, and if you tackle them really hard just because you have to hold them down and they get a broken whatever, that's just part of the fun, I guess. But you just try to avoid them showing up there in the first place. Oh, man. We just try to make it so that our clients in those kind of situations are not not locatable. Gotcha. Right.
1: Gotcha. That's crazy, man. That's an interesting life. It is. It's really
2: never a dull fucking moment
0: and every day has to be (laughs) drastically different. It's fun. I really do enjoy it. I like it a lot. I I don't, I can't, I mean, I have a lot of other business interests. I'm involved in many other things, but this is what I do with my days. This is where I want to be every day. It's my job. I, I love it. I don't want to change it. So I'm glad that I'm lucky enough to have, you know, this company be very lucrative and my other things that I work with are very lucrative. So I, it makes it, a great, great combination for me.
1: Okay. So for Andy, I mean, for anybody who wants to just to follow what you do or, if, or if they need your services, where do they, where do they find you?
0: Where do they find me? Um, find me at com on the internet. We have a Facebook page, but I don't know my URL, but I can get it real quick. And we have, we're on Instagram. I'll have it Facebook, on,
1: I'll have it on the notes.
0: You on um, Instagram? Instagram is at K A investigates. The letter K, the letter A investigates.
1: You find him, Jay. Look, you're on, you're on your yeah, way. I'm right there. Coming a PI. I see it. K and, and Associates
0: Investigations. Yep, got you. And our our Facebook is at K, and, K and a Investigations. I just K started, started following you a now. Investigations.
1: Gotcha. And I'll have all of that in the show notes. That's interesting stuff, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming on and sharing that. Um, I
0: don't know yeah, if I'd... I'd love to talk to you guys again soon. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah,
1: for sure. Because,
0: no.
2: You have a lot to talk about, so there's always going to be interesting <laughs> content. <laughs> hey, well, just don't, cho- don't choke anybody out before you tell us about it. All right. We want I, this I live. <laughs>
0: I, I don't get to do that very often anymore. I, I, <laughs>
1: Any anymore? huh?
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? Look at him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes people need choked out. That's just the way it is. Hey, yo, once a day,
2: I think somebody deserves it because there's a bunch of dickheads out there.
1: You think that was cool? All right, that's a wrap. Hope you guys enjoyed that. If you did, head over, leave that five-star review. We appreciate those. Follow us on social media, IG, Facebook. It's at the words over ice show, is where you can find us. Um, follow along, like everything. We have teasers and sound bites and upcoming shows, all that good stuff. So thanks again, guys. I'll talk to you next time.